Often we think we need big capital investment or we need to do energy switches, but the small improvements really make a big impact. Hello and welcome back to ZapChat, a show where we zap it and chat it. I'm Richard Mones and today we are joined by Ed Koch, the Chief Solutions Officer at Competitive Capabilities International. He's passionate about continuous improvement through technology and he's going to tell us why continuous improvement is now mainstream. We're also going to cover the blurred lines between roles and how that's hard for employees and how manufacturing's history might help us make sense of the future of AI. Let's jump in. So today I'm joined by Ed Koch from CCI and I'm really looking forward to learning a little bit more about Ed and also about CCI. Ed, I'd love to hear from you. Could you give the listeners a little bit of your background and how you ended up getting involved with CCI? Sure, Richard. Great to be here and uh, really excited to have the session. Uh, so, I mean, my background is really in operations, in operations management. Uh, I've done about 30 years in, in supply chain and manufacturing uh, and lean operations management. So I've worked across multiple continents, either run operations or led transformations in, in Africa and Europe, USA and Australia. I've worked on acquisitions as well, both sides of acquisitions. And uh, I started out, you know, my background in Unilever um, in South Africa, where, where I'm from, but uh, I was there for about nine years and in various engineering and operations roles. And I think that's really where I first started getting involved with continuous improvement. And then I followed that up with about 13 years at SAB Miller as a global brewer. And uh, I was responsible there for their lean operational excellence program across 120 facilities across the world. So uh, that was also a really exciting time. I learned a lot. And then um, after that, I, uh, I went out on my own. I spent some time I set up my own company, set up a small consulting firm, and uh, did a bit of independent uh, consulting and worked with CCI as well. And I'd had a long relationship with CCI, um, Competitive Capabilities International, because I was uh, an ex-client of theirs when working at SAB Miller. So I did some uh, initial work with them, and then uh, after some discussions, I eventually came on board and joined them uh, formally in, in June last year and took over my current role as Chief Solutions Officer just in March. Well, clearly, clearly passionate about continuous improvement and I imagine CCI. Like, What about, um, if we start with your background first, what about continuous improvement did you find really interesting and essentially make a career out of it? What, what spoke to it for you? Yeah, I think it was really uh, the people aspect. I think one of the things that I've found really impactful around continuous improvement over the years is the way that it can directly impact, particularly frontline staff, in the way that they work, their daily work, and uh, the way that it leads to growth in people, the uh, learning, and uh, their ability to improve their own working environment, improve performance, and make an impact on the business. So I think that's something that's always attracted me, and the combination between the role that people play, the way that they work, and driving business in improvement. And as your career has progressed, that's gone from people, but also to technology, now that you're at CCI. And for those that don't know, CCI is a company that produces and, and is behind track. And Ed, I wonder if you could explain for the listeners a little bit about what does CCI do and, and what does track do for customers? 
Yeah, sure. So CCI is a, a tech-enabled, asset-based, continuous improvement business. So we are leaders in business performance improvement, really trying to partner with organizations to implement continuous improvement solutions that can accelerate and sustain and scale their performance. And our solution, our product is Track, and that provides the system training and the support needed to coach and guide people on their uh, continuous improvement program and business performance improvement. And this is something I'm actually super passionate about is how can technology help enable business processes and people because technology is just ones and zeros inside a computer. It doesn't do anything on its own. It's all about how do we enable people to use that and better improve it. So knowing I'm really passionate about this, Ed, tell me a little bit more. If I'm a user and a customer of Track, what does my digitally enhanced experience look like? Right. So what Track um, will provide you with is a digital solution that gives you a step-by-step guide on how to implement continuous improvement best practices. So it'll help you with an assessment, provide an assessment of what your current situation is. So you, you can do an assessment in various practices about where you are and then provide a roadmap on how to improve that based on your performance needs. And uh, embedded within the solution is training, as well as um, a whole lot of uh, material to guide you on the way, um, as well as tools and resources that you can use. Uh, And CCI places alongside it coaching and consulting. And the idea is that, uh, you know, initially in the program, that will probably be a little bit heavier. But the idea is that over time, CCI can step away and people can run their own program using the digital solution. That's really cool. And CCI has, I think it's fair to say, an impressive roster of clients. I think you're hard fast to find any large multinational organization that's not tried it to some extent. And from this experience, Ed, I think you and I are in a similar vantage point, but lucky vantage point of being able to go into many different organizations and you know, get a feel for what they're doing and, and also sort of see what's different. So at the moment, I'd love to learn a little bit more how you're seeing the market progressing. There's a lot of talk around supply chain disruption, people disruption. How is the industry from what you're seeing at the moment and what do you think the biggest challenges are? Yeah, that's a great question, Richard. And I think one of the things that we are starting to see is that continuous improvement, I guess the traditional continuous improvement methodology is becoming almost more mainstream. So as people are are learning more about it, it's kind of become part of just good operational practice. And seeing a, a really low maturity or poor performing organization, I think is rare. And so that kind of market is shrinking. But what we are often seeing is that people will have a continuous improvement program that is maybe not sustainable. So some improvement is made and then uh, performance slips back. So I think a means to ensure sustainability is so critical because, you know, that's at the, at the end of the day, the foundation for ongoing improvement. And I think, you know, that's also why we're so excited about, you know, this partnership with uh, Zaptic because I think Zaptic provides a significant solution to enable frontline teams to engage more closely with those workflows and create that sustainability in their everyday work. So I think there's, um, I mean, one of the things we're seeing is clearly there's still a a need for good, strong, step-by-step methodology that people can engage with. 
And then, uh, you know, providing solutions where people can manage their own CI journey is, is critical. So uh, I think there's opportunities in that space. I think what you're saying about sustainability is so true. It's something that, you know, we see going in from the outside. You might talk to your central VPs who will, you know, sing the praises of whichever lean production system is implemented. But when you go down to the plant, you know, sometimes at some organizations, the people on the plant floor haven't even heard of it. So the disconnect between what ought to be happening and what's actually happening, depending on the organization, can actually be quite large. And you know, likewise, that's why we're really excited about Zafta with a partnership with CCI is because you've been doing this way longer than we have, bringing the knowledge for people, the process enabled by technology. We're really excited to sort of add the operational layer on top of this to really try and solve what is an industry-wide problem. As exactly as you put it, how do we sustain lean production? Because everybody knows they want it. Everyone knows they need it now more than ever, but very few people are actually doing it. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what are the hallmarks of a really successful lean organization that you've seen? And are there any kind of common threads that you see for organizations that maybe struggle to maintain a high standard of maturity? Yeah, so I think one of the common features is, I mean, and you, you mentioned it about uh, leadership, is having strong leadership endorsement but and engagement. So not just endorsing the CI program, but really engaging uh, with it, having clarity of vision around what the organization wants to get out of their continuous improvement program. That is really important and having that leadership both at a senior level, but also uh, the leadership from a site level is very, very, very important. I think the second thing that's critical is to have a good measurement system that looks at the what and the how. So both what you want to achieve, the hard numbers, if, if you want, and the way that you're going to go about it. So how you, a way to measure the, um, the success of the practices, the success of your standard work, how effective it is. So we call it this, uh, this performance and practice balance. And I think that is very powerful because if you can tie up the performance that you want to achieve with the practices that you need to embed, that creates really strong levers for driving your program forward and creating that sustainability. And I think, you know, one of the things that we've seen in, in Zaptic is it, it enables that close measurement of some of the critical kind of frontline routines that need to happen every day, every week on the shop floor. And, and actually, you can measure the, the efficacy of it. You can see the results. You can see, are they getting done? If they're not getting done, why not? Where are the problems? And, and, um, and act on it. So it kind of visualizes these important issues. Definitely. And I think in this market where it's harder than ever to get capital or, or OPEX approved because, you know, let's face it, like they, it's tight um, out there at the moment to meet consumer demand, to continue to deliver returns. So trying to get very clear on what do you want to achieve, measuring it, and also being able to you know, pull the plug, frankly, if it's not working for you, because not every, you know, there's a lot of problems that can be solved in an organization. And you want to know, are you solving the biggest bang for buck right now? Um, and there's many different points to that. One of the, for the leaders that are listening to this, what are the key KPIs and measures that you, know, you think that we in partnership can help with? 
Yeah, so um, I think it's a lot of your classic operational measures around getting this balance around focusing on on customer cash cost and sustainability. So you know what are the the customer metrics around your produced plan, your on time in full quality, of course, but also looking at how you can improve the cash flow through the business, so your inventory levels um, and, inv- and inventory turns. And then, of course, cost, um, all the cost metrics um, around waste and yield um, of your raw materials, the cost of conversion. So really trying to, trying to balance those. I think what's also critical is um, cash, customer, cash, cost, and sustainability. Uh, sustainability also critical, you know, use of energy, um, use of water, our waste metrics, and all these improvements are driven in large way from the front line, you know, so through good management practice. In fact, I remember we did a study in, in SAB Miller looking back at some of the improvements that had been made over a number of years, particularly in sustainability and energy consumption, water usage, and so on. And it was about 70% of it was due just to continuous improvement practices, um, the small daily improvements. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it is. 70% of the improvement. Yeah, that's right. And Wow. And I mean, often we think, oh, we, you know, we need the big capital investment or we need to do energy switches. Um, but it, um, the, small, the small improvements really make a, a big impact. Absolutely does. As, as I say, I absolutely love the case study, um, which, which is a common case study you hear in Lean of the, the factory that had a problem with empty toothpaste boxes. And they and they spent a lot of money buying a check wire that would make sure that every box coming off the line had toothpaste in it because there's an issue where they wouldn't always get filled. And then after a few days of that being deployed, suddenly the alarm stopped going off and the managers go down to the factory floor and they see that actually the workers had just pull a fan next to the line and the fan would blow the empty boxes off. And it made their very expensive CapEx expenditure was not needed. All they needed was a fan and... You know, that's the power of lean when you can ask the workers and give them a problem to solve, they'll solve it for you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And these low cost solutions are often most effective and deliver results quickly. You can put them in place quickly. And I think if, for me, Richard, I mean, that's also the power of what Zaptic provides because it, it visualizes these problems for the folk in, on, the, on the front line, you know, so they can get really good information about where problems are what the issues are and and by surfacing the problems often people will um, naturally engage and and then if we give them the tools on how to go about solving problems how to do that effectively together with the right information yeah they can make enormous uh, impact on the performance of the business absolutely people rarely want to do a bad job you know most people come to work they want to do the best job possible so let's give them the right tools the right information the right data so that they can do that yeah absolutely Tying it back to what you were talking about before, you know, what you said, what interested you about continuous improvement is, is people and, and how that comes from people. Has that changed over the time, you know, not to put you on a spot, but you've, you've been in the industry a long time, certainly a lot longer than, than I have. Have you seen people's perception or rather managers' perception of their people change in the time that you've been in the industry? Yes. I mean, I think we're asking a lot more of people in terms of uh, the skills that they that are needed in our operations i think you know um 20 years ago there was um 
in some cases, a lot of semi-skilled work as well. But now the level of sophistication of our manufacturing operations has really step changed, you know, a lot of automation. There's some great skills um, that have come in at our shop floor level. And I think also the technology has become easier to engage with. So, you know, I mean, everyone knows how to use a, a mobile phone and, and a tablet. Uh, you know, it's just so intuitive and natural to learn, so easier to engage with, with technology. So I think the profile of people has changed. And I think there was very much a, a situation where um, almost had demarcation of jobs between people who operated, people that did maintenance, people that did quality control. Whereas now we're we're expecting our um, the frontline staff to do all of that, you know, to have basic maintenance skills, be able to assess and identify problems on equipment, uh, as well as um, ha- have responsibility for quality and maintain the quality coming off in their production areas. That's such a good point. Yeah, the lines are blowing and everyone does a little bit of everything. It's harder and harder than ever to be a frontline employee, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, everything we can do to make their lives easier is is important. Absolutely is. Where do you see this going? You know, is it going to continue to get harder and harder to be an employee? Um, I think, I, I, I certainly don't think the pace is going to slow. And I think the, the opportunities that um, kind of ar- ar- arise through technology are going to continue to make work, you know, in a sense, uh, easier with the tools that are provided. But I think the pressures on frontline staff are going to continue to grow. So uh, really important that we are able to provide those kind of tools. Do you see uh, AI and and more advanced digital manufacturing starting to take more and more jobs in the industry? Or has that already happened and we're we're already at peak when it comes to people resource? Yes, I mean, I think what's interesting is that uh, if we look at the past, is we we went through a phase of increasing automation. And uh, we thought that, um, you know, robotics and automation would take a lot of the roles away. The truth is it didn't really. It transformed roles, it changed jobs, and it created more higher skilled jobs. But uh, I think the, the overall pool still grew and gets always difficult to predict. I would expect the same with these new tools of AI and digital is that uh, the nature of the jobs may change. And new skills may be needed in our roles, but uh, growth will still, you know, will continue. I do wonder whether the information workers now who are you know, fearing AI, fearing their jobs being taken away, I wonder if we could learn from manufacturing because, you know, automation, you know, it, it, it's already happened there, right? We've been automating for, well, hundreds of years. And what you said there about your know, jobs don't go away, they change. I wonder whether that's also going to happen for information workers you know is ai going to fully take my job away or is it going to allow them to be much more productive and to work in a different way i'm an optimist i certainly hope for the latter as an information worker myself but it's interesting to look at manufacturing as as a potential analogy for what might happen in the future yeah that's a great point and and i'm in your camp as well i think it will serve to enhance roles and to grow roles people like to learn as well so as we learn, as we have um, new challenges facing us every day, uh, we pull on different things and different tools that can help us. Definitely. So 
we, we must talk a little bit about you know, the partnership and, and you know, what it's going to look like for CCI and Zapting moving forward. I'd love to hear from you, Ed, like why, you know, originally what made you sort of talk to Zaptic and you know, what excites you about the potential of the partnership? Yeah, I think that's good to talk about. I, I think one of the things that um, that has uh, really excited us is that we really see a good synergy between the two organizations and the, and the two solutions. You know, so uh, I think CCI is in, has invested and become really focused on developing capability, um, coaching, training, um, guiding people in continuous improvement methodology. And I think what Zaptic brings is this great solution to actually to be able to do the work at the front line uh, in a way that makes it very easy for the operator. So a lot of the traditional ways that we taught people was kind of through a paper, pen, whiteboard, but uh, we can surface so much more and make it so much easier through a digital solution that Zaptic provides. Yeah, absolutely. And also vice versa. I think, you know, I said to you already, Ed, I think we're just scratching the surfaces for potential of what we can do between our two products. I think with the experience, the knowledge and the, the transformation capability that you bring to the table with CCI is, is phenomenal. And, uh, you know, if we can be a part of that, we're really excited to play that. And, you know, back to what we were talking about before, you know, it's about sustainability. You know, you can make the change, but how do you maintain the change? And, you know, I think by combining our offerings for our customers. I'm hoping that we can both offer some real meaningful change to the organization, but then also sustain it from the potential is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a big opportunity for us and for our customers, you know, and I think uh, we can continue to enhance the performance in their businesses. Absolutely. Well, Ed, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. I really appreciate you coming on to ZapChat um, and thanks for your time. Well, thank you, Richard. It's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed the conversation and uh, ah, we'll be in touch soon. I always enjoy talking to Ed. He's one of these people I could talk to for hours. So if you liked this episode, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you join us again soon.